So let's go back to the beginning. How would you describe your experience of the army? And was it always the plan to carve out a career in the forces before you took up snowboarding? Yeah, definitely. Um, I was an army cadet from the age of 12 and all I ever really cared about was joining the army. And then when I got here and I, I loved it, you know, I, I lived and breathed it. So, um, yeah, it was absolutely sort of what I wanted to do the rest of my life, really. And you had to deal with something incredibly frightening in 2010 when you were caught up in that explosion in Afghanistan. What was going through your mind around that time? Not a lot, really. You know, like, obviously we'd gone out on a patrol and um, sort of had to go and fight some enemy. And when I got blown up, I don't remember anything. Um, my mind, well, my world went completely black for a couple of days. And then next thing I know, I woke up in hospital and my leg was all casted up and sort of in funny positions. So I was a bit like, oh, blimey, what's happened here? And naturally, it would have been impossible to return to the front line after something so distressing. But how did you go about rebuilding your life, if you like, following on from that incident in 2010? I didn't really have a choice, you know. I had two choices. One was get up, get on with it, and uh, the other was don't and sort of sit there and dwell on it. And I was never ready to dwell on anything. So just picked myself up and was like, well, yeah, okay, this has happened, but what can I do now? You know, what, what what's my next move? And that's sort of how I've lived my life from there on. Yeah, because I understand snowboarding came into play almost by chance when you were in hospital. What attracted you towards the sport? be honest it just looked really cool <laughs> um I, I was in my hospital bed and i saw this snowboard and i was like wow that looks incredible and i just wanted to sort of be what i saw on that video you know and it just looked really good fun and through blesma a charity that helps servicemen and women you found yourself doing the sport and unlocking a talent of yours really how pleasing was that and can it be described as a breakthrough moment in your life yeah definitely you know like when, when blesma sent me on that trip to colorado and i learned snowboard in that week it was just like, wow, okay, this is really, really difficult, but I'm picking it up quite quickly, and it was sort of focused me, you know, because before then I was doing lots and lots of different activities and didn't really know where I was sort of going and whatnot. And then, um, yeah, once I sort of found snowboard, I was like, wow, this is wicked. And, yeah, definitely a breakthrough moment. Sochi was the first time there was snowboarding there. I started snowboarding the year of Sochi, so I didn't – I sort of just learned. And my coach – when I was in uh, Colorado, was he just got back from Sochi, so um, so yeah, though, that was quite cool to have someone who'd been to the Paralympics, and he was kind of guy that said to me like, "Mate, you've actually got some really good talent here. Like, definitely keep snowboarding. Hopefully, we'll see you in four years' time at the next one." So it's fair to say the Sochi Games inspired what happened in the years that followed. Yeah, definitely. You know, like to meet someone who'd been there and sort of say to me, "Look, you've got the talent. Like, you need to keep doing this." Yeah, played a big part. In 2017, last year, you won silver at the Paris Snowboard World Championships. What did that mean to you? That was a shock. <laughs> that was a really, really big shock to me because all that season, I'd been doing sort of reasonably well, you know, I was sort of up in the top eight every competition, but no, not really anywhere near the medals. And then I just had a really, really good day racing. And after the first run, I was joint third with um, the guy who won the Paralympics in 2012. And I was like, blimey, this is crazy. And then after the second run, I was in first place. And I thought, oh, wow. Um, and then on, the, on my last run, the um, a Finnish guy beat, just beat me, I think, by 0.4 of a second. And then again, second, I was just like, blimey, like, my first medal is at the World Champs. And I, I just wasn't expecting it. And it, it did mean a lot. And this year, of course, the biggest achievement of your sporting career came really with the Winter Paralympics, where you not only competed, but you carried the GB flag as well. Tell us how that came about and how honoured were you to get the chance? Uh, I mean, to carry the flag for the country was an incredible honour for me. 
obviously I fought under that flag eight years ago in Afghanistan and then to carry the flag to represent uh, Great Britain was just like it was incredible and I had no idea the British Paralympic Association had chosen me and I got called down to the office uh, and I genuinely thought I was in trouble I thought oh god what have I done wrong here and then they said to me yeah we'd like to be a flag bearer and I was just like wow okay yeah that's really cool so uh, yeah it was an incredible opportunity to sort of do that for the country really and the games didn't bring any medals for you but what did you take away from your time in Pyeongchang I learned a lot I learned a lot about the games you know it's an extremely different environment extremely high pressure environment because you've got sort of the whole country on your shoulders as watching and lots of people have got lots of expectations lots of people you want to you sort of want to do everyone proud and also I learned a lot on sort of how to prepare for a games you know there was a lot of things we did in the run-up to 2018 where I think maybe we could have done a little bit differently or maybe a little bit better, but at the time we didn't know because we were the first snowboard team ever to go from Great Britain and we did things the best way that we thought we should be doing them. But now looking back, I think there's definitely some things we can sort of modify going forward to better prepare us, basically. I want to ask you about your local connections, actually, because Cambridge is a city mentioned in connection with your name quite a lot. Tell us more about that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of my close sponsors are sort of Cambridge-based. I've grown up in the area. And um, the little village that I live in really, really support me. You know, when I got home from the Paralympics, my dad and whatnot and my girlfriend had got together and thrown me like a surprise welcome home party, which I had no idea about. It's just a great community. Uh, everyone's looked out for me and, and it's really nice to sort of be around. Cambridge itself is a beautiful city, especially in the summer when you're down by the river. It's just a nice place to be. I want to ask you another question as well about training because we don't get all that much snow in the UK despite the, the recent winter that we've had. So where do you train out of interest? Yeah, we sort of train basically where the competitions are. Being a UK-based snowboard is quite difficult because obviously we don't have mountains here. I can't walk out my back door and just go up the mountain and go train. So what we kind of tend to do is look at the competition schedule of the season and then we'll head out to wherever that competition may be maybe two weeks before or and then we'll do the competition or maybe we'll do the competition and stay for a couple more weeks to train. It all depends on the venue and sort of the snow that's available there and what training facilities they've got for us. I want to ask you about the future as well. I'm guessing the 2022 Winter Paralympics in China is the next stop. Yeah, I definitely would like to be at 2022. You know, that would be just sort of, if anything, snowboard the way that I know I can snowboard and prove to myself that I can be up there. You know, I'd like, the last Paralympics was a bit of a disappointment for me, personally. But yeah, I think in the in the meantime, next couple of winters for sure, I'm going to take it a bit easy. I've got lots of opportunities to go into other little bits of bogs and just kind of see where it takes me, really. You know, I haven't really got my heart set on anything at the moment. Um, all I know is I want to keep snowboarding and kind of see where it goes. And when you look back at the last eight years, how much would you say you've learned about yourself and how much do you feel you've achieved in that time? Because it looking at what you've done you know you've really achieved an awful awful lot yeah i mean like i hear that a lot and i don't i never really think about it myself because for me i'm just getting on my life and that, that's why i look at it but when i sort of take a minute and look back and think blimey I've, I've done a lot you know i mean i've been all over the world and i've done rock climbing i've done scuba diving i've done bobsleigh you know i've done all sorts of crazy things and then uh, in the summers i did wakeboarding and uh, Winters I'm snowboarding. Now I'm, I'm I'm at a new job now where I'm teaching airsoft to people and how to do military skills and drills. And when I look back, I'm like, God, yeah, it's I've done kind of well for myself, you know. Um, but I don't on a daily basis. I don't think about it. I just get up out of bed and I 
right, what are we going to do today, you know? Great stuff. Well, Owen, we wish you all the very best for the coming months and years with your snowboarding, and hopefully one day that gold medal will be yours. Fingers crossed, buddy, fingers crossed. Thank you very much for your time, Owen. All the best. Cheers, mate. Thank you.